The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And today we've got a special SEO education episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friends Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, who are the co-founders of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic and educate their organizations. Jordan and Tyson are experts in all things enterprise SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite them to take the mic and share their knowledge with your loyal listeners. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's an SEO education episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Previsible. Hey, what's going on? My name's Tyson, and it is Friday. I'm joined here with Jordan. And we are wrapping up the final episode of SEO Education Week on technical SEO. And today we're going to be talking all about stakeholder management. So Jordan, happy Friday. How are you doing? Good, Tyson. The uh, last but most important episode, right? Yeah, come on. It's Friday. A little more, uh, <laughs> a little more upbeat there. You're the down one, not me. Come on. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm typically the, uh, the Debbie Downer of the group. But anyways... The stakeholder management. So I think from my side, like one of the biggest pieces or reminders that I like to give people around stakeholder management is setting proper expectations. Because I think that's where relationships and interactions between team members can sometimes kind of go off the rails. So like 
from your perspective, what is the significance of expectation management and what can our listeners take from this and bring into their day-to-day practice? So learning how to go through the process of expectation management is like developing a muscle, right? It's like weightlifting or training for a marathon or training for the world hot dog eating competition. You don't just wake up one day and you're able to do any of those three things. It takes a lot of training to get to a place where you can do any of those things. Expectation management is the exact same thing. And it's the exact same thing. And it's even more important when it's SEO. So what do I mean by that? Look, if you are a junior SEO and you're listening to this podcast, it's important for you to start developing this muscle. If you tell your boss that you're going to optimize seven blog posts, optimize seven blog posts and tell them that they're done. If you tell, if you're a more senior SEO and you tell your boss that you are going to develop a roadmap and it's going to be done in two weeks, then develop the roadmap and get it done in two weeks. Expectation management is a habit. It's a habit of completing and fulfilling the obligations that you set forth. And in SEO, those are the tactics and the execution that is necessary in order to do technical SEO at a really high level. And so some of these things are really important in bigger organizations, like how you set up crawls and determine dashboards and reporting and connecting those two things. In technical SEO, these expectation setting is around components like checking site health and speed and performance and looking at that on a market level, on a monthly or quarterly level. This is something that isn't done very much these days. Doing an analysis on your core web vitals and how you are performing against the market, that is expectation setting. And doing it on a cadence is the process by which you communicate and circulate that with your management. So I'm giving a lot of examples here, probably going into too much detail at this particular part of the of our of our <laughs> session here. But I think it's really important that we recognize the habit that is formed in this effort. And, the, and that's the learning that all of our listeners should take away. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're right in the sense that it is something that as you go through it more and more often, it becomes more comfortable, more more natural. And I think for myself, I've it's more likely for me to try to err on the side of, of like being more pessimistic or trying to like mitigate expectations. But I think I've found that the same way that you can err on being too conservative on that, you can err also by being like kind of too aggressive. And I think the like overly aggressive ones seems to be more obvious on an erring side. But you can absolutely err and kind of be detrimental to yourself by being too conservative. And if you're too conservative, you may not get the buy-in from the executives. You may not get the resources that you need to deliver on it. And so I think one of the things that we've done working together, and I think just for my own comfort level in this has been helpful, is using a range. And so it's like a lot of times we'll use it in the sense of like, a worst case, best case commit level. Other times I've heard some organizations use it from like an optimistic, realistic, pessimistic. And it's all meaning the same thing, but you're giving a range of outcomes 
And by giving that range, it allows you to kind of mitigate your margin of error. But then it also allows, I think, to paint a more realistic picture. So you can take the advantage of selling the story of like what the ceiling is, what the the opportunity that you really have a potential on, but then you're also not overselling it in that way. And so I think like that would be something that's both helped me, but also I think would be like my recommendation to the listeners is embrace that range of outcomes and whatever your company's more accustomed to using, whether it's best case, worst case commits, optimistic, pessimistic, doesn't matter, but give yourself the ability to have that range. And then that ultimately, I think, is you're able to kind of take the advantages and the disadvantages of either being too conservative or too aggressive. I really love the point that you're made there around the ability to create ranges in your expectation setting. So first piece of this, right? Build the muscle, train yourself. The real momentum builder is when you're, you've refined that skill to the point where you're now able to not only set expectations, but then give these ranges or articulate how this could change. Because as we all know, SEO is an evolving space. And you can assume some things, but you're, you're oftentimes wrong. And that's the nature of any running any business and managing any website. Absolutely. So we're setting expectations with the stakeholder groups. What else can we add to this from like the selection or acquiring or allocation of resources? Like how do we ensure that with different stakeholder groups that we're getting the right resource allocation or mix of resources to deliver on this. Tyson, that I think this is a really great segue, right? One of the key components to learning technical SEO and becoming a world-class as technical SEO is stakeholder management. And in that is expectation setting. The next component to this is resource planning. And in our previous episode around the introduction to technical SEO, as well as executing technical SEO, we talked about goal setting and using KPIs, as well as planning and organizing your plan. Now, once you get past those layers, you now need to figure out like, what are the resources that I need in order to be effective? And resource planning in SEO is not just about how many more SEOs you need or analysts you need or strategists you need or the core of your team. It is beyond that. It is knowing, do I have the right amount of engineers to make this work? Do I have the right partners, the right either consultants or freelancers or ability to to get this done? Do I have the right analytics data and resources to get my work done? When you're in an agency or a smaller business, you might think about resource planning slightly differently. And it might be access. It might be, how do I get the right access to the necessary information in order to make good decisions? And as you get into larger organizations, that becomes the right partners, the right people, the amount of people to execute on this. And in the resource planning process, there are some really key tools to being successful at this. One of them is as a technical SEO, You really need to be able to not only scope the work, but then work with partners to define how that work is going to get done. 
Is it going to be story points or man days or hours worked? Or there's a variety of different ways to measure these unit economics to resource the right information. And on the flip side, there's the other component, which is, do I have the, a sufficient volume of information to make this decision? And how long will it take me to gather that information? Let's take Core Web Vitals, for example. You can't just get Core Web Vital data tomorrow and be satisfied with it, like it's enough data to make a decision. You need to either have a look back window of at least a month, preferably a few months, in order for you to really understand your own website or the market. And so these are all components of resource planning. Yeah. And I think like with the resource planning, you're able to also draft off some of the points that we made earlier in the week, where it's like, if you're establishing that roadmap, you're building the connections between your strategy and the business's strategy, then from that, you're able to get the buy-in, you already have the conversations going with these other teams, you're able to, one, have your best odds at getting that resource allocation, but then also from a budgeting perspective, if you're aligning it and building like a strong business case for that, that's ultimately going to be the most effective way to securing not just hours or bodies from like a stakeholder group or a partner team, but also maybe like the budget to then bring in an outside party and bring in someone else in addition to your existing resources. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, Jordan. So one final piece that I think we have to touch on in the vein of stakeholder management, but communication. I think this is probably the most important piece in proper stakeholder management. But from your perspective, what are some of the keys to having proper communication with the different stakeholder groups? I think this is one of my favorite topics around technical SEO because this is one that I think is done incorrectly almost all the time. Because with technical SEO, communication is, is so tricky, right? Like if you get a bunch of technical analysis done or you're doing an audit, let's take for example, like how frequently should I be auditing my website? 
or subsections of my website? These are all really tough questions, but it's the concept of an audit isn't about doing the audit. It's about what you do with it. You communicate this out to your organization. Another great example is crawl analysis, right? Like if I do like a deep crawl or or a screaming frog report or any of these reports that tell me all these errors and all these issues with my website, am I going to send that to my boss every week, every month, every quarter, every half year? Like this is a concept that is not thought through very often. And what ends up happening is you create tons of false negatives and false positives with your management team because they keep getting all these reports and it might be saying things are good and getting better, but in reality, they're not, or they might be getting worse. And you're not really sure what all these things mean because again, remember earlier in our previous episodes, we talked about how you educate your organization to understand what these things are, what these components of technical SEO are. Like what is a crawl? What is a crawl report? What are status reports? All these other elements. The reality here is that communication and understanding how to leverage the reports you have, when to update folks in the organization, and then when to communicate more outward or inward is really critical to the success of a technical SEO and the technical SEO role. And so I think that this is a great area where it's both a critical need for the SEO to understand what is the frequency at which you're accessing useful insights and when it will bubble up to the KPIs and performance of the business, and then when to communicate that out more broadly. Yeah, Jordan, I think you really hit on a lot of key components in there. And I think a few of the ones from my perspective that almost is like overlooked is the type of communication. And I think when you're working with especially like an enterprise organization, you're having to communicate with a variety of different stakeholder groups. And the communication or the reporting that's going to each of those groups should vary slightly. And what I mean by that is if I'm communicating to an executive group or a stakeholder that's an executive group, I'm going to be speaking more to broader stroke initiatives. I don't want to get into the weeds and talk about every little SEO task that we're implementing because ultimately they're eventually just going to glaze over and you know, there's only so much time where if I'm speaking to an executive team and I'm speaking to the broader stroke initiatives and how those initiatives align to the business objectives that they're trying to achieve, they're ultimately going to have one more interest and two better understanding of it. Then if I'm talking to the individual contributors that are actually helping me on executing this, I do need to talk about those specifics because that is the granularity and the information that they're looking for. And so I think one, taking into account who you're speaking to and what the communication level is, and then pairing that to that level is key. And then also to tie back into common elements. So if your organization is using one tool or one BI tool for their entire reporting within the organization, that's the same place that your SEO reporting needs to live. It's very unlikely that you're going to get all the different stakeholder groups to join or move into a different product, a different platform than what they're using for everything else. So the more consistency that you can create within the organization, the better chance that you have for that adoption within it. And then I think too, going back to some of our previous points, 
the leading versus lagging indicators, not just using lagging KPIs. Don't just be speaking about the traffic come to the site. Be speaking to the activities of what's going on. Be speaking to the leading variables. Give yourself enough information to paint a more complete picture, which ultimately is going to keep each stakeholder group more informed, but it's also going to be able to have a more constructive communication and it's going to give you more tools or more pieces to then have consistent flow of information and consistent flow of communication, which ultimately is going to help your cause. So that wraps up this week's SEO Education Week on Technical SEO. Thanks again to Jordan for joining it. We'll look forward to being back with you guys next month as we take on our next topic within SEO education and look forward to joining you guys next time. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, our SEO education guest hosts. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan and Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E v-i-s-i-b-l-e dot i-o and a special thanks to previsible for sponsoring this podcast if you're looking for support with all of your seo needs previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you they draw on a collective 40 years of seo and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.